How's it going, everybody? Welcome back. This is Lux FM. I'm Sonny Fassler, and great to have you. A few weeks ago, we dropped our first episode on the current state of travel, where Tim, Martin, and myself discussed what's actually going on right now. But today, we're really attempting to answer the one billion dollar question: What will the future hold for all of us in our travels? Will the vaccine be the answer for everything, or is traveling as we know it a thing of the past? I have Martin Jenner, our head of sales, and Tim Heising back with me, chatting about the what ifs, the what could be, and the what will be for the future of travel. I hope you enjoy. I got the boys back in the office. I got Tim Heising, our CEO, and Martin Jenner. Our head of sales,、yes. and today I want to talk to you, gents, about the future of traveling. And I guess we're just going to start with the one million dollar question: like, what does the future hold for all of us? We have got some theories,、um, but there's obviously a lot of variables in the in the calculation.、Um, so vaccination ratios, especially in developing countries, how fast will they be? Um, to protect their population,、uh, vaccine passports.、Um, How they're going to work? If they're going to run properly, and you know, if there's going to be a vaccine passport that's recognised internationally,、um, how that's going to be managed? It's going to be interesting to see. Airline industry、uh, it has been shaking up the airline industry big time,、um, especially carriers in the in the destinations itself. Budget、yeah. um, airlines, maybe.、Let's、see how they. Then、uh, distress of accommodation providers. And the basically the whole industry, the adjacent industry, transfers, etc., etc. So that's all a big shakeup, and we don't know how long it will take until the dusk settles. But we have got some ideas what's gonna change. I guess like if we look back like 12 months ago or even 24 months ago, it it's a lot different to travel now. Like. There's a lot more planning that goes into it, and obviously there's a lot more restrictions and measures that、yeah. you know, obviously people, airlines, hotels implement. So I guess there's social distancing.、Mm. There is shuffling people off the airplane like one by one. There's masks, of course. What do you guys think is most of the stuff that we're doing now going to stay for the future as well, or do you think some stuff will will go? Some Some stuff will stay, or how do you see? I guess like traveling at airports, traveling on planes. Like, are, are we going to be using masks? Are we going to try to social distance even when you know this whole pandemic thing blows over? Yeah, I think we'll have a general、um, awareness of it, and for many many years, even after the pandemic's maybe over, we'll have some sort of inclination of、uh, social distancing and maybe greater hygiene awareness. On on planes and、uh, and that sort of thing, but、uh, people are quick to forget as well. So、um, let's see how it goes. But I can see for sure that it's going to be,、um, yeah, it's definitely going to be changed to what it was two years ago. I think in terms of the, f- the flights and, and travel. I guess though it will stay longer than we would wish for, right? I mean, also, especially yeah, yeah.、Uh, on international flights, there's people from around the world, and not everybody is vaccinated, right? Basically, every provider of tourism services is trying to protect、uh, those who are not. Um, and we don't still don't know exactly how lo- how good the vaccines are working.、Um, so I guess yes, it will go back to normal、uh, at one point, but it's probably much longer than we would hope for. Yeah, and I guess so. There will be there will be cuts、uh, and, and measurements definitely. 
it's like a new normal. Like it yeah. will go back to normal, but it won't be the same as twelve months. Yeah, it's going to be very gradual as well. There's not going to be one date where you know it's going to be suddenly one day to the next, boom, COVID-free, pandemic over, and everything back to normal. It's going to be a very slow, process, like gradual adjustment that regulations and restrictions get reduced one by one until we sort of probably go without even noticing it back to normal. Yeah. Um, but that, yeah, like you said, I think it's a long, sort of, quite sort a long of like way a, off. Yeah. Like a, a fluid transition. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I guess like with with all this, right? The risks, or some of the risks, they will remain. I mean, it's not going to go away. So, what do you think about it? No, for sure. I mean, tourism will change generally. Yeah, people are more looking for shorter distances, vacations, probably longer vacations that make it actually worthwhile. All the extra effort, probably uh, fewer longer vacations. Exactly, and um, probably more conscious uh, travelers um, yeah trips that really mean something for us um, to be worthwhile the the risk and the extra hassle um, I guess yeah. the trips will be slowed down um, it's more adventurous more outdoorsy um, where you basically don't mix up that much with other people I think I if, you, or if you sorry if you think back like two years ago People were taking flights on a whim, you know, like you wanted to, people would do things like, oh, they had a free weekend. Oh, let's go on EasyJet, see where we can fly to for 10 euros. Like yeah. that kind of, it, I hate to say the word reckless, but like, you know, that kind of like ridiculous, like traveling just on for the sake of it. That's definitely you, gone, I think. Like, um, come back in, in at least like not in know. the same capacity. Yeah. And I don't know if that's necessarily a bad thing either, because there's sort of flights and that sort of carbon footprint for doing something uh, just on a whim like that maybe that was um, something that's good to get rid of yeah. um, but people are still going to fly and yeah, they're going to be more conscious about where they're going and and make sure it's a trip that's worthwhile like yeah. it's, it's yeah. probably less big hotels less clubbing for sure yeah, yeah. for sure and those kind of things and they will remain for quite a while and I guess like you said it before right like people tend to forget quite easily or quite quickly. So I guess like the question I have is like, do you really think the way we travel, you know, the habits we have when it comes mm. to traveling, do you think that's going to change? Or is it going to change now and then... You mean the habits we have right now in COVID? Right now, or, or just in general, like, you know, pe obviously the habits have changed, right? Mm. Like people have different habits, not just when it comes to traveling, but also when it comes to living and, 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 and going outside of public places. Mm. You know, sometimes I feel like, and you actually said it, you know, we tend to forget, right? Yeah. And that's always something I, I, I have, right, that, that, that I actually think about it. Are we going back to like all this, you know, are we making the same mistakes again? Well, I guess that depends on how good of control we get over the pandemic if it's really safe if there's everybody vaccinated if um, basically there are no restrictions anymore then yes but will will, do you think there will be no restrictions whatsoever like that we can literally what you said we can we can we can open the computer right now book a flight to wherever because we have two free days no that will, that will stay for quite some time that will stay for quite some time but how long I, I could not say yeah um, and I think nobody can say because uh, there's just too many variables. Yeah, how are the vaccines really working? What are the mutants doing? Yeah, are those vaccines actually uh, 
covering ourselves against yeah, the yeah. different mutants. Yeah. Um, how fast is the pace of vaccinating the developing countries, um, which are a lot of traveler destinations, right? Um, and we are still too early in the pandemic to really say that. Um, but I, my guess is it, it will definitely continue for another one to three years, for sure, yeah. at least. Uh, probably even a little bit longer. Um, it will ease, but it won't be gone yeah. soon. And I guess like, it will also create new, I guess, like opportunities, right? For businesses, for people. I mean, this pandemic isn't, is, isn't all bad, right? There, mm. Obviously, there's some good, well, you can say it that way, but there's some good stuff com coming out, out of it as well. Like more eco-conscious traveling, just in general, like more conscious about health and safety. And I think it's not all that. It actually favor favors us in a lot of points as well. Because the trips that we are offering um, are actually probably more the trips that people will look for. Boat trips, like secluded resorts uh, with a lot of space. Remote destination. Like this one here. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, being on the fresh air helps. Yeah. Um, outdoorsy sports holidays. Trips that mean something, trips that you're very passionate yeah. about. That's... And I think those products uh, will gain market share. But the hunger for traveling is still there. So it is still a shake-up in the industry, some benefit and some lose, and probably more lose than benefit. Do you think like, because right now, I guess things are quite volatile in the sense of like, we don't really know what's happening. Like flights can get changed, you know, within within minutes, right? Yeah. Really. So do you think for people, and I'm, and I'm talking about travelers now, do you think flexibility and and um and um flexibility and um safety safety exactly thank you will become much more important and almost like a prerequisite right obviously i it is right now and i think yeah that's yeah it's obviously going to stay just as much from our side as then people, people are going to require this from the airlines as well um and yeah no that's that's here to stay i think people aren't willing to lay down their hard-earned money uh, on a trip that could potentially be disrupted for no fault of their own. Um, yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's a prerequisite, for sure. And the people or the, the destinations or the accommodation providers and service providers that can actually adapt to it, they will, they will also gain market share. Um, big time. I guess it's, yeah, it's just an extra layer of security yeah, peace yeah. of mind. And I think that needs to stay if you want to stay competitive right yeah i guess like the the one more point i have is right now a lot of people they stay either at home or closer to home so there's a lot of you know vacations or or, or, or trips exactly that are very close to home do you think that's also something that will emerge even more because of the pandemic i think in the short term yes that's going to come more and more classic one actually is this this last winter season um, in Canada, Canada was locked down. Um, so all the heli ski operators decided to run packages just for Canadians because there were no possibilities for any other nationalities to come in. And they were able to offer sort of reduced rates because of, yeah, they had a smaller, smaller market share and, and they were offering smaller packages. And um, it sort of, it worked really, really well. And I think Canadians that may have not taken those trips decided to because it was an option and it was the only option. And I think it sort of, yeah, maybe changed that a bit and made them remember what's good in their own country as well and maybe we'll see a bit more of that as countries lock down and 
you have to explore your own your own country a bit more. Yeah, it's it's. Um, I guess the shorter holidays will be shorter distances, just because it's more effort to plan everything, and there may be connection flights delayed and, and those kind of things, and they they just not worth it for like four day trip. Um, but I guess the, there's a whole trend to longer um, stays and staycations and workations. People working from home yeah. a lot. Yeah, so they actually go to the Maldives. Yeah, we just had a Hollywood uh, producer staying in the Maldives for a month. Yeah, and, and fantastic Ayara. Right? And I guess that's kind of like a business avenue that hasn't really. I mean. Of course, it happened before, but mm. now I guess it's 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 much more common, right? Definitely, and much more accepted as well. Yeah. yeah, and we see providers and operators moving towards that way. Um, I mean, several, a few of the resorts, um, the the specialized like boutique surf surf resorts in Portugal are offering longer term workations where mm. they set up a desk and make sure they have um, high speed internet and try to create a bit of a community of, of people that were free and wanted to go to Portugal for a couple of months and work. Right. Um, and yeah, that's something that I think we'll see a little more of as well. And I guess like on the flip side, we have more remote trips as well, like where I guess like people are looking for places where there obviously isn't a lot of people, right? So I think that's also something that will emerge and and will be trending even more, right? Like yeah. boat trips, um, there's, you there's, said it before, adventure trips. There's yeah. a hunger for open, wide open spaces, for sure. I it's think definitely be, yeah. a big trend. I think the city breaks um, are going to be on the way down. Right. Uh, yeah. And yeah. Machu Picchu with 100,000 people um, queuing up is also not going to yeah. happen as Anytime it was before. Any lessons you guys learned personally through all this time, lockdown, I guess the, the whole pandemic in itself? Um, I guess just be prepared for anything. I mean, we sort of, uh, a couple of times maybe things sort of got a little bit back to normal and, and, and say certain destinations were open again and people were traveling and people were booking and kind of, like we said before, it's very easy and quick to, to forget the, uh, the problems before and then suddenly there's a new outbreak, bam, there's a new, there's a new mutation of the virus and the country's closed again and all the, everybody has to cancel their trips again. So I think just, yeah, remember, Try not to forget how it was before, and always be prepared for um, the worst case scenario, and make sure that you yeah. have a plan should that should that arise. Yeah, yeah. Flexibility is key. Um, also, pass. Um, we have reduced costs and team, and rather stay a little bit conservative on the business planning side, and um, that worked out really well for us. That was actually my next question for you. Like, is there something you've learned, like a lesson you've learned, learned business-wise, right? And I guess you already touched on it a little bit with a smaller, leaner team, a little bit more, I guess, a more conservative approach to business. Is there anything else? Yeah, it was, it was rough and we were quite radical. Um, we reduced costs heavily, um, basically within, within a week. Yeah, yeah really. And that was tough and it was a hard decision. It was not, not nice, but it really helped us um, to remain in a good situation um, because cash reserves obviously didn't drain. Um, and, and then in the following weeks and months, I guess we have learned that there's a lot of opportunities in every crisis as well. Um, I guess we have been able to, to gain market share. We have been flexible with our providers. Um, yeah, so it's it's not something where you should give up. Um, there's definitely 
ways out, even though I didn't see them in the probably like um, first couple of weeks after the pandemic hit. Because I guess it's also like it's very unpredictable. Like you kind of learn and adapt on the fly, right? I mean, it's something exactly. you have to be prepared for. Yeah. Or I guess you can't be prepared for be what's going on, and that's kind of like how you prepare to be for it. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, but that's that's a big thing. Yeah. yeah um, and since I, I like we talked to the resort manager yesterday um, here at Ayada, and we asked them about their business planning, and they said there's basically. There's no real forecast, uh, at least mm. not for more than a month out, because yeah. nobody knows exactly what's going to happen. Yeah. Um, and you need to stay conservative and take the the highs as they come, but you need to be prepared for the for the concert, yeah, for the worst cases. That's the possibility of a, I guess, like a pandemic or COVID 2.0, two, 3.0, or whatever, cross your mind. And are you like preparing for it? Even though, like, obviously we're still going through this one, but are you already like? Yeah, I was gonna say, uh, let's get let's get out of this one first. <laughs> right, but I, I, uh, I guess like, do you mean do you mean uh, as like a, a as a, breaking out again or something completely right, different? Right, or or just I mean, you know, we've seen it now that it can happen and how mm. disruptive it like it can be, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So are you already like kind of fishing for what you know worst case scenario what's going to happen if if it happens it um happens again or something similar it doesn't have to be a pandemic right i mean since we decrease costs so much um we are actually running quite profitable even even on a loss in compared to 2019 and we are building up more reserves right now Plus, there is also the government that is actually really helpful. So I think we could, well, we can sustain that situation mm -hmm. definitely for sure. Um, but if it really becomes worth, worse, like we had it in the, in April uh, last year, yeah, even that we could probably sustain another two or three years. I think preparing for this one and adapting to this one continuously for last year as well, right? Like, is also, yeah, has prepared us for anything else as well in the future yeah. you know um, it was the yeah it was the one-off unknown that was the big shot but now, now we're in a much better position should that happen worth happen again yeah but if the, I mean if that situation becomes even worse than it is now it's not only a problem for the tourism industry <laughs> it's, um, and we, we may need to change things totally drastically but I, I that won't happen I mean, with the measurements um, we have in place already now, it is possible to travel travel relatively safe. Yeah, it works. Yeah, I mean, we're living proof, right? Yeah, it's been it's been great. Yeah, boys, that's pretty much it from my side. Is there anything else you want to share? Still, go travel. <laughs> it's too good. Yeah, definitely. There's been many possible destinations and trips that you could very safely and legally take the last year and a half. Um, some people maybe close their eyes to it a little bit, but there's, with all these um, safety measures in place, there was many trips you can still it's take. It's actually, and, actually uh, easier than a lot of people think. think. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I just want to give a quick shout out to Ayala Resort for having us, and it's been beautiful, and um, yeah. it's definitely something you guys should check out as well. It's an amazing resort, one of my favorites for sure, and they were kind enough to hosting us for two nights. And it's been it's been awesome. Yeah, we had empty ways this morning. Great dinner. Looking forward to another one tonight. It's beautiful. Yeah. Cool. Perfect. Speaking of dinner, 
I think it's time. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for having us. Cheers, Sonny. All right. See ya.